Dr. Anthony Jordan is the Northern Region uh, Health Coordination Centre's Clinical Director and one of only two Māori immunologists in Aotearoa. He joins us every fortnight and we love having him on to answer your COVID-19 related questions. Dr. Jordan, a very good afternoon, mate. Kia ora. Kia ora, afternoon. Have you been switching computers off in the news. Oh, well, it wasn't us, I'm happy to say, Dr. Jordan. This time it wasn't It wasn't us that did that poor old railing. We just hung her out to dry there, though, didn't we? <laughs> poor railing. No, I thought that when your voice was drifting away, I was like, oh, they're up to something. <laughs> well, we're just looking at questions that are coming in to ask of you, Dr. Jordan. And uh, I'll start with someone who, who says, I'm isolating with COVID, and I see on the government website that I'm allowed to go out for exercise. Is that right well if, if someone's a household contact we would be happy for them to go out i guess if people are symptomatic and at home because they've tested positive they should really not sort of go for a walk down the road where they could come into contact with other people um so that's kind of you know people should uh, exercise a bit of caution in that because, right. you know, people are out and about a lot more than, say, during our first lockdown, you know, you could walk down the street and there's mm. virtually no one there. Yeah. Dr. Jordan, we've got one of our producers. Uh, he's actually off at the moment. He's got COVID-19. So he's due back on Thursday. So he's day, I think he's day nine today. So tomorrow will be day 10. And then he's due back here on Thursday. Now, he's still got a slightly running nose. And just very, very mild symptoms. Thankfully, he's actually been pretty good. Crook the first couple of days, but then, you know, pretty pretty reasonable. So he's um, so he's, he will have done his 10 days, as I say, slightly running nose. If you've, if you've still got the odd symptom, are you still technically infectious? And should he come to work, do you think? I think the, the terminology we use is if you're mildly symptomatic, um, you're probably fine to come out. It does matter on what type of symptoms. Like if you're coughing or you've got a runny nose, there'll still be detectable virus in that. So I think you've just got to be a little bit more cautious. You know, if people are feeling tired and a bit run down, that's not particularly infectious to other people. So they're the, they're the sort of people that probably can return to work. So okay. I would say if he's got a runny nose, he probably should think about working from home for a bit longer until that dries up. Okay. Uh, Dr. Jordan, can you get COVID twice? You can. And so what we've seen overseas is some unfortunate people got the first strain, they got Delta, they got Omicron. So you can definitely have it more than once. Um, you do, though, after you've had an infection, get a period of uh, really low likelihood of getting reinfected again with COVID. And that's for a couple of months after having COVID. So it's usually, it's kind of like the waves that we see overseas, is it's after months and months have passed between different waves and different strains that people tend to get reinfected. Right. And second dose of child vaccinations, does it start from this week? Yeah, so the eight-week period will be coming up for most uh, children who got vaccinated early on in the programme, so uh, come back and get those doses too. So give us a call. If you'd like to talk to Dr. Jordan, 0800 80 10 80, maybe you're a parent and you might have some questions about that second dose, what it means, 0800 80 10 80, or if you'd prefer, you could text us 9292. Thanks again, Dr. Jordan. We just love getting you on the show, so much appreciated. Oh, good. Now, Graham is on the line with us. Hi, Graham. Yeah, hi. Hi, Dr. Jordan. I was wondering, please, when are the 11 to 17-year-olds 
I've got a grandson, 17, and he's out there building, but he can't get his booster. When is that going to happen, please? At the moment, there isn't a plan to do the younger age group in that space for boosters because generally they've produced relatively strong and durable uh, vaccination responses to just two doses. So we're just waiting whether or not there's evidence that that wanes over time. Um, but uh, in the US, for example, they have extended that down to the age of 16. So it may be something that we see here in the near future. Yeah, I'd like to because he's out there on a building site with yeah. you know, other grown men and um, I just sort of feel he's vulnerable because of it. Yeah, thankfully he's got a nice, young, robust, fit uh, immune system because of his age, so he's probably got a good good response in there. That's right. He gets well fed. Good on you. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, thanks Graham. He's got a great granddad who cares about him. Yeah. Uh, texter says, Dr. Jordan, I'm day 10 and still pest, uh, testing positive. Can I go back to work? It depends on what type of test you've had. You know, it's just like what we're talking about with one of your producers is that in general, a lot of people can still test positive, but if they're mildly symptomatic or asymptomatic, that test isn't so important in terms of being able to spread it to other people. So 10 days is the time limit. Well, 10 days is the time limit we've chosen. Some people may be still symptomatic after that, and it's really the symptoms that we've got to focus on. Okay. Because if you're not coughing, you've got a runny nose, you're very, very unlikely to spread virus, even if it's there and at low level. And can we clarify, the viruses spread through, if they touch something, will it, it spread through touch on touch, or is it purely airborne? Well, it's, you know... You don't like to think about it, but if someone touches someone's runny nose, yes, they could pick it up that way. But the main route of transmission is through coughing right? Um, in close proximity. Okay. Hello, Maria. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. What's your question, please? Well, um, um, I've had um, both vaccinations and um, I've had the booster. And a week ago, um, a girlfriend and I she had a cigarette and she found out the next day she um, was, she had COVID, Omicron. And I've had nothing. I mean, I'm thinking, surely I would have got it from that. But I am I'm asymptomatic. When did you share the cigarette? Yeah, she, I shared the cigarette with a girlfriend who the next day she... Um, was positive for and sorry, when when did you share the cigarette, Maria? Um, a week ago. A week ago. Is that likely to present, Doctor Jordan? Do you think now or too late? I, I think Maria, you probably um, you know got some good luck in there, and you're you're fully vaccinated and fully boosted, and you're probably through the worst of it. But yeah, just like you say, watch out for any symptoms, and if you get any symptoms, go and get a test. Dr. But, yeah. Dr. Jordan says the text, uh, if my child, well, my child contracted COVID after the first dose, they got their first dose, then they got COVID, should we continue with getting the second vaccine shot? Yes, you should. Um, but I guess the, the question is, is when, isn't it? Like everyone's saying, well, what's the right timing? Because mm. I guess that's the issue is when they come out, what's the right timing of that second dose is. Right. Another texter is saying, when someone tests positive, when are they most infectious? 
Usually, so probably by about day three to day five. Mm. Right. Okay. Dr. Jordan. Can on a bit more, though, for some people. You know, part of it's having the symptoms to spread it. Can you get Omicron BA2 twice? I'm asking, as this is the predominant strain in New Zealand, says the texter. Yeah, not usually. Once you've got uh, either BA1 or BA2, you've got sort of protection for months on getting Omicron again. Dr. Jordan says this text, uh, using a rat test, do you test negative up until you become infectious? So you can be carrying it, but test negative. Some people have reported that, that they first time they do a couple of rat tests, they haven't yet turned positive, and then lo and behold, somewhere in the three to five day window when they start to get symptoms, they then turn positive. I think, I think it's just the timing of the test. PCRs test positive a little bit earlier uh, than rat tests. But there are other, it's interesting, other uh, viruses going around at the moment, like rhinovirus, and people have symptoms and they test and test and test with a rat test, and they don't turn positive. So it's not the only thing sort of in the market and the viral sector at the moment. That's the most bizarre thing about this, isn't it, Dr. John? I'm just saying this personally now. This is not a text. But James, my co-host here, his wife has COVID-19. She's at home now, and she got very sick, in fact, hospitalised over the weekend. James has done the right thing really very responsibly. He's kept separated and things like that from his wife in the house. But still, you know, they're living together on their own. Um, He's not caught it. My cousin... Her, part, her husband has COVID. He's been really crook for eight days. They haven't actually been separating, but she hasn't got it. It's just the most bizarre thing to kind of understand, isn't it? Yeah, it is really peculiar. And, you know, you, you hear different stories from different groups of people and they do the exact same thing. And some people just luck out that, mm. you know, one household gets it and then the other one doesn't. And you're sort of thinking to yourself, well, they, they, they couldn't do anything more right or wrong to sort of, either save themselves or you know, spread it amongst the family. But it, it, it does come down sometimes to the luck of the draw. So, you know, don't wish it upon anyone. No. Another texter, Dr. Jordan, says, Kara uh, by name, actually. Uh, we have one person who tested positive and five negatives in the household. The positive case only had a blocked nose for three days and has no symptoms now. We're in day five. Do we still all need to isolate for 10 days? Yeah, we still encourage people to isolate for the 10 days. Um, You can see in households that even if someone was minimally symptomatic just due to the proximity that they could pass it on to other people. So they still need the, uh, as household context, swabs later on to make sure no one else has picked it up. Um, Because we can be asymptomatic, remember, for the first couple of days. That's Mm. why the exit swab's really important. Right. Ruby, hello there. Hiya. How are you? Dr. Jordan, standing by. Not too bad. Um, I just had a question in regards to a question that was asked earlier um, in relation to um, if your child's had their first dose and then they contract COVID, should you still get them their second dose? Um, just from a medical point of view, like what benefit does getting the second dose after they've already um, contracted COVID um, give them? Yeah, so that's a really good question. So the benefit is it's kind of uh, boosting them for a bit longer, so that's why we wait longer than just sort of eight weeks, and we'd probably wait uh, 12 weeks and give them that uh, dose Mm -hmm. afterwards. 
just to sort of get more mileage out of that protection because we know that no matter what your age group is, that protection will fall over time. So we don't need to bring yeah. it forward. Um, we just need to push it out the other way so you get more mileage out of that second dose. Good stuff. Okay, so even if they've already had COVID, that, still, that second dose still would protect them if yeah. they were to get it again in the future, yeah. you're sort of saying. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of like us, you know, we needed a booster and, you know, if we can get more mileage with that dose two not being too close to their infection, we should do that, save them the need to get another injection. Two quick text questions to finish, Dr Jordan. Uh, can vaccinated people get long COVID? Much less likely to get long COVID. Right. But it is still possible. And Ivermectin. Dum, 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 says this texter. Ivermectin, what's your view on that, Dr Jordan? So original studies on Ivermectin, show, you know, people were sort of, a bit buoyant about its activity. They didn't really have a good idea about how it works. But subsequent reviews of all of those studies have shown that it probably doesn't have any benefit in COVID-19. That's what I thought. I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just stir the pot a wee bit. <laughs> Dr. Jordan, we love having you on. I know yes. I say it all the time, but it's just you're just sort of able to put things uh, in terms we can all understand given we've not got immunology degrees. So thank you very much for your time. <laughs> yeah. All good. You two take care of yourselves, eh? and we'll talk again soon. That'll be great. Thanks.